you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 10 Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Merry Christmas, you guys. Happy holidays. This is 10 Takes, and we give them in 10 minutes. Today, we do it in the 12th month, the 25th day. Wonderful time of year. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you 10 Christmas takes. You think I can't do it? You think I won't do it? You're dead wrong, my friends. 10 Christmas takes in 10 minutes. Let's start the clock. Take number one. Christmas Eve is better than Christmas. It is. They're both great. They're both wonderful. Christmas Eve is so special. Christmas Eve is when you're going up the roller coaster. You know, when you're going up the giant drop before you go down, you're going up and you go and you got the butterflies in your stomach and there's magic and you're getting higher and higher and you're tapping your friend's knee and you're, oh my God, it's going to be so great. That's Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is fantastic, and it's, it's the payoff, but there's almost this melancholy feel that happens Christmas afternoon, Christmas evening, when you're like, wow, it's over. Not only is it over, it's 365 days away, 365 days of waiting. Christmas Eve, get, get a little, little candy, a little drink, a little movie, and you're like, this is going to be the greatest night ever. And when you're a kid, oh my God, Christmas Eve, there's going to be an actual set of reindeer on top of my house tonight. It's really going to happen. He's going to come down that chimney. It's so great. The presents are awesome on Christmas. The idea that Santa's actually going to come to your home on Christmas Eve, it's the best. Best holiday of the year, not Christmas, Christmas Eve. Take number two, eggnog is delicious. Eggnog is delicious. Let me say it one more time. Eggnog is delicious. I think we've arrived at this place. I talked about this back on Halloween where there's a polarizing treat for each of the year-ending holidays. For Halloween, you got candy corn. People want to draw swords over candy corn. For Thanksgiving, you got cranberries. Same deal. For Christmas, we got eggnog. And here's my take on eggnog. I like it. I drink it once a year on Christmas Eve, sprinkle a little nutmeg on top. I actually take it without booze, which made people seem as crazy or lame. I don't need the booze in it. There's plenty of other booze going into my system. I like it without the booze. But here's my take on eggnog. So much of the reason that people aren't into it or are disgusted by it is bad branding. Eggnog needs to rebrand. Eggnog is two disgusting words when it comes to a drink. I don't really want eggs in my drink just on principle. I don't even know what the hell nog means. I never see that word in any other context. I don't know. N-O-G, where does it come from? Is it short for something? Eggnog, six letters, three of them are G's. All of them are disgusting together. You got to rebrand. And I think of something like at another holiday, McDonald's has the shamrock shake. Now that's it. That's that old Ray Kroc magic. The Santa Claus of fast food. Shamrock shake in. Don't even really know what it is. No, it's green. 
think I kind of want it because I got a great brand. I think eggnog should rebrand as a Santa shake. Would you like a Santa shake with a little nutmeg? Yes, hell yeah, I do. Can you put a cinnamon stick in there? Yes, I can. Would you like an eggnog? No, that's disgusting. All right, but what if I told you it was a Santa shake? You know what? Screw it. It's Christmas Eve. I think I would like a Santa shake. And if you want to put some brandy in there, I wouldn't mind. Then it's a drunken Santa shake. I like it. That's my idea. New branding for eggnog. Big eggnog, the industry. Rebrand. Your name is disgusting. Your product is delicious. Take number three. I want to hang with Uncle Frank from Home Alone. I know he is looked at as the number one uh, Christmas villain. I know he's looked at as a bigger villain in the Home Alone movies than Harry and Marv. I used to feel that way. I saw that movie, Home Alone 1, when I was 10 years old, saw it in the theater. My entire life, I have watched it. I've, I, like everybody else thinks, Uncle Frank is a jerk. He's mean. He's cruel. As you get older, you're like, I kind of like Uncle Frank. I kind of feel where Uncle Frank is coming from. I was watching Home Alone 2 with my kids the other day. There's a part where they're still at the very beginning, and Mr. McAllister says to Kevin, Kevin, go in and take a shower. And Kevin says, I can't. Uncle Frank is in there. He says, if I see him naked, I'll grow up never feeling like a real man. That is so damn funny. I laughed out loud. Imagine saying that to your nephew. Hilarious. Frank, a jerk. But also, like, what are his greatest sins? He screams at Kevin. Look what you did, you little jerk. Kevin is a little jerk. Do you not watch Kevin at the beginning of Home Alone 1 and be like, man, I would never let my kid talk to me that way. Frank's right. So he wants the free champagne in first class. Who doesn't? So he wants to steal the glasses. Whatever. That ticket's expensive. He didn't pay for it. Who cares? I just would like to have a whiskey with Frank. I bet he's got some takes. I bet he's a sports fan. I'd probably have to pay for the whiskey for him, but I'd be more than willing to. I go opposite as everybody on Uncle Frank. You know what? I like him more than the other adults in that movie. Don't get me started on Mrs. McAllister, who, as we know, should lose her children. But that's been said before. You don't like Uncle Frank? Can you even name any of the other adults in that family? Do you know what their names are? Uncle Frank's wife? No idea. Kevin's dad? No idea. I don't know. None of these other adults. The only one that really makes any impression is Uncle Frank. You know his name. You know what he stands for. He's a cards on the table type of guy. I like Uncle Frank. Take number four. A Wonderful Life. Unwatchable. Unwatchable movie. Don't like it. Don't care about it. Didn't watch it growing up. Respect Jimmy Stewart. Great Princeton man. The American movie star. Years and years and years ago. But I didn't watch it growing up. I didn't do it. So about a couple of years ago, my wife was like, you know, we should watch It's a Wonderful Life. It's the classic American Christmas tale. Let's watch it. Half hour in, we're like, this is terrible. It's actually kind of morbid, a little dark. They're a little mean to each other. I don't like it. It's way too slow. I will never watch it again. Unwatchable movie if you didn't grow up within. It's just kind of grandfathered in. Unwatchable movie. Take number five. If you're a Christmas tree type of fella or lady, if you've never been able to do the thing where you cut down your own Christmas tree, if you can, try it. We did it. We really liked it. There's this little farm you go to. It's like an hour drive away through the majestic majesty of the wintry countryside. And sure, you have to pay a little more, but those Christmas tree lots, you have to pay so much more anyway, and you just point at one and then a guy brings it to you. You go to these places, you have a little hot chocolate, you bundle up, they give you a saw, and the satisfaction you get. Now listen, when you get down on your hands and knees in the disgusting, cold, muddy ground, and start trying to saw down a tree. It's hard. You are going to injure yourself. You are going to be sore the next day. It sucks. It's very awkward on the back and the shoulders and the knees. However, when you finally get through and you feel that tree go down and you and your kids or whoever you're with actually get to yell timber like you're a lumberjack, very satisfying. That's when Christmas starts for us. If you can do it, do it. Take number six. I only have three and a half minutes left. 
I feel for you elves on a shelf, folk. I've never done that either. We don't do the elves on a shelf. And every couple I know who does the elves on a shelves is miserable. No one's like, we love it. We look forward to it. Every day, it is a really special part of our holiday. We will always do it. There's always these, these stories like they've been through Nam or something. Like they just hate it. So don't start it. We have an elves presence in our family. Our elves magically visit while the kids are away when they're at school or in an activity and they'll come back to their room and their window is wide open and it's all cold and there's a note and a little sort of a gift from the elf, usually around mid-December and it says, keep up the good work, I've been watching. And the idea is that the elf came in through the window and escaped and the kids lose their mind. They almost pee their pants, they're so excited. And they never see the elves. But we're not doing that off in the shelf stuff. I feel for you guys. Take number seven, Christmas music. You want some? You want some old-fashioned? You want something that really hits you in the feels? A Neil Diamond Christmas. Neil Diamond Christmas. You know him, Sweet Caroline. Maybe you know Forever in Blue Jeans. You haven't lived until you've heard Mr. Diamond sing The Little Drummer Boy. The way he hits you with the rap-a-pum-pum, rap-a-pum-pum, which is known as onomatopoeia, but he does it so beautifully. I love it so much. I like Michael Buble. I love Kelly Clarkson. If you want to turn back the clock a little bit, Neil Diamond Christmas. There are two that he released. And I like the first one. His version of Rudolph the Reindeer is hilarious because Neil Diamond starts like editorializing <laughs> in the middle of it, just riffing in the studio. And he'll be like, hey, why are you being so mean to Rudolph? Just because he's a little different. It's, it's awesome. You got a Neil Diamond Christmas. I listen to it every year. Take number eight. I don't like the Christmas bags. They're just not the same. By the bags, I mean the gift bags. And I know, I think the hot thing now, and my wife's usually on this beat, that it's the wrapping paper is not good for the environment. And I get it. Yeah. I don't want to open a bag. I like a wrapped gift. I like to tear it open. I like to find the little seam and pull it out. I like to find out where the tape is. The bag, you open it up, you pull it out. There's some perfunctory tissue paper and then this chunky thing at the bottom. And this is just not the same magic. Plus, I have a wood-burning fireplace and I like to take the wrapping paper and put it in the fireplace and make a raging inferno. So hot it melts the chocolate in the stockings. That's what I like to do. Take number nine. Gift cards are a huge win. I don't look at the gift cards as the second-class citizen of Christmas giving. That's money, baby. If you're a kid and you get a gift card to like you know, GameStop or Apple or whatever, great. You're telling me instead of picking out what I want, I'm just going to take this after we're done opening presents and go and just buy something that is exactly what I want? Give it to me every single time. Outback Steakhouse, I don't care. Give me a gift card. Last 30 seconds, take number 10 on Christmas. I am so appreciative of you. This is a very special take for take number 10. Very appreciative of you. It's surreal to me that there are so many options and so many podcasts, so many podcasts. You right now, you decided you're going to click on this one. And not only are you going to listen to it, you're going to listen all the way to the end. That is so meaningful to me, so special, so sweet. I thank you so much. Have a very happy holiday, a Merry Christmas. We'll do this again in the new year. I love you guys. Thank you. See you next time. Ten Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more iHeartRadio pods, go to the iHeartRadio app, go to Apple, go anywhere you like, it'll be there. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.